Star Wars 7x7 episode 1324. Today, we're gearing up for the return of Rebels on Monday the 19th, and we're starting with a recap of the first half of season four. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, I'm Taylor Gray from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And season four has had nine episodes so far. And they made a point of wrapping up a couple of storylines right off the bat before they dug into the meat of this season. So the first four episodes dealt with Mandalore and Saw Gerrera. And once those storylines had been closed, they could move on to Lothal, which has always been front and center, even when the rebels weren't actually able to help Lothal when they'd been chased away from there. It was always going to come back to Lothal. But let's talk about those first four episodes really quickly. First, the first of the two, the first pair, I should say, would be the ones about Mandalore. Heroes of Mandalore was a two-part episode that kicked off the season, brought Sabine back to Mandalore, and she attempted to give Bo-Katan, which would be Duchess Satine's sister, Duchess Satine being the former ruler of Mandalore and potentially the oh, romantic partner of Obi-Wan Kenobi, if you remember back in the Clone Wars days. If only the Duchess had asked him to leave the Jedi Order, Obi-Wan would have. <laughs> what a jerk move. Uh, I know I mentioned that from time to time, but it's still just like, oh, I just, it gets me every time. Like, really, Obi-Wan? You know, there's so much to love about that character, but that one I just can't stand. Ugh, anyway. So Sabine goes back and she's trying to rescue her father who is being held captive by Gar Saxon and the Saxon clan, which has allied itself with the Empire, or allied itself, allied? Yeah, works either way. Probably a British pronunciation anyway. So ultimately, and I guess I should say at this point, we are in spoiler territory. Hopefully you've watched the first nine episodes of Rebels. And if you haven't, then we're just going to talk about them. I mean, they've been out for long enough. So she is able to rescue her father after all. And ultimately she returns the Darksaber to Bo-Katan, who is now the official true ruler of Mandalore. And at that point, she says, okay, I'm done with my Mandalore stuff. And so Sabine is moving on from that whole situation. So we're not going to see anything about Mandalore for the rest of the series. And as to what happens with Mandalore after that point, how do they resist the Empire? Well, maybe we'll hear that story another time. Then we get into the Saw Gerrera business within the name of the Rebellion. And basically the gist with that is that we find out that the division between Mon Mothma and Saw Gerrera has become more pronounced and the whole violence and extremism thing, well, that's already been established apparently. We thought that it would be something where maybe we would see the break, but no, the break has already happened and has been was probably part of the documentation of Rebel Rising, the novel by Beth Revis that chronicled the life of Jyn Erso between the time that she's rescued by Saw on Lamu in Rogue One and the time that she ends up on the prison in Wobani. But 
be that as it may, Ezra and Sabine end up getting rescued by Saw in the midst of a mission that does not go as planned. And Ezra and Sabine are maybe a little bit more sympathetic to Saw's more aggressive way of handling things, but I don't think they realize just how far Saw is willing to go when they find out in that second half of In the Name of the Rebellion as he is willing to utterly jeopardize perfectly innocent civilians without any thought of... (laughs) you know, moral questions or anything like that. He just wants to blow up the giant kyber crystal and find out more about what's going on with this secret weapon he keeps obsessing about. So, you know, that pretty much makes Ezra and Sabine go, yeah, okay, you know, saws a little bit too far over the <laughs> over the cliff, and so we're going to stick with our rebellion instead. Then the next four episodes, which would be The Occupation, Flight of the Defender, Kindred and Crawler Commandeers, and yes, that's Commandeers with two E's, not Commanders with one E. Those episodes deal with just how bad things are on Lethal since they've been gone. The Empire is strip-mining the planet for raw materials, the environment is being utterly destroyed, and the TIE Defender factory that they installed on Lethal is working to develop a new and even more deadly version of the TIE Defender. So, Unfortunately, there's no rebel attack coming at that point, much to the disappointment of Ryder Azadi, who is leading the minuscule but still reasonably effective rebel force on Lethal. So they decide that they're going to try to steal a TIE Defender if they can to bring it back to the Rebel Alliance and let them know just how bad things are and possibly analyze one of those things to see how they can combat it. doesn't work out that well because Grand Admiral Thrawn shows up for a demonstration and so Sabine ends up having to steal one and hopefully get the flight data recorder out of it when a kill switch gets activated on it and it crashes in the middle of the wastelands of Lethal. So ultimately, they are able to get the flight data recorder out of there, and it involves the appearance of a mysterious Lothwolf, a predatory animal that hadn't been seen in a 100 years and may be a direct messenger from the Force. In order to help some of the Ghost crew escape from the Empire as they're being hunted, a Lothwolf guides them through a tunnel And they have this very sort of mystical spacewalk, but it's not a spacewalk. You could call it a force walk, some sort of spiritual moment that brings them to the entire other side of the planet away from the Empire. All right, I think it's time for a break. (laughs) Seems like a good place for it. And when I come back, we'll talk about Rebel Assault, which was the ninth episode of the season and the final one before the mid-season break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, no sponsor on this episode today, so I just have a favor to ask instead. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous 5-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do, so please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. 
So the point of Rebel Assault was to show how Hera and her squad were going to take out the TIE Defender factory, and that was going to be with some help on the ground from Ezra and company, but nothing goes the way it was planned. The blockade is not a problem. Hera is able to get most of her team past it, but unfortunately Thrawn has a second wave of TIE fighters and quite a lot of them waiting past the blockade. So even though Ezra and team are able to take out the anti-aircraft guns on the surface, that second group of TIE fighters lays utter and complete waste to the Rebel Starfighters. There are a few that crash land on the surface, including, of course, Hera, and also Mart Matten, who is a character based on Matt Martin from the Lucasfilm Story Group. They manage to regroup and try to get to safety, but it doesn't work out very well. That would be because Rook, the bounty hunter and assassin, he's not really a bounty hunter, I guess. He's more of an assassin, just straight up. For Thrawn, his able assistant is able to track them down, and Hera actually gets the better of him in hand-to-hand combat. Good for her. But unfortunately... She's only able to help Mart and Chopper escape, and she gets captured herself by the Imperials. And when Kanan goes to rescue her, he is stopped by another one of these mysterious Lothwolves who will only utter his name, Doom, D-U-M-E, which is his actual birth name, Caleb Doom, when he was a Jedi, not the assumed name of Kanan Jarrus that he took on to hide his true identity. And ultimately he says, I know what I have to do, and he goes and he rescues Chopper and Mart, but there is more that he has to do beyond that. And so... That is where we leave things at the end of the first half of Season 4 of Star Wars Rebels. And tomorrow we're going to talk about theories and rumors and leaks and spoilers. And you'll have ample opportunity to plug your ears when you need to, so don't worry about that. And on Monday we will do a preview of the two episodes that are going to be airing on that evening, Monday the 19th, when Rebels comes back. Those would be Jedi Knight as part one. That's just N-I-G-H-T, not with a silent K. And Doom, D-U-M-E, as the other one. So for now, we are putting an end to this podcast. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you fire at will, Commander, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not just fully armed and operational, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.